Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I have so many tabs open from today's show. <laughs> I have, uh... The first of all, what is this even like home run derby results? I have Patrick mm-hmm. Ewing or no Patrick Dempsey Google search. <laughs> I have Space Jam NBA players search. That I motherfucker! Have. I thought I was going crazy when he first said that. Like there was ten seconds you could probably see on camera. I'm like, what? I have Space Jam release date and then Michael Jordan playing weight as all tabs that I had open. And I just closed them all right now. Um, I cruised on yeah. that or to freeze earlier. All a right. lot of a lot of information that was needed from me during the show. Crucial. But you did really good crucial. work tonight. Drew, holy shit, man, you were killing me tonight. You were killing me. It's not like I thought about it at all. What the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah. What was that? What was that tonight? Like why did you wake up and choose violence today? <laughs> I didn't wake up and choose violence. I woke up the day and folded and I wanted to get violent. That's really what it came down to. Why was I the target? First of all, like like every segment it was I felt a lot of animosity. Like I was like, damn, Drew is coming at me hard. And I don't know what I did wrong other than before the show you weren't wearing a shirt and I was like, "Oh, Drew's not wearing a shirt. That's funny." And then you like I mean, it got brutal you know, during that show, that's man. Point. That may have played in, you know, subtly in the other segments where I was like, God damn it. Mike is like, he looks hot. I need to knock him down a peg or two because I feel bad about myself. Um, Bro, but like the stuff didn't even like I didn't I didn't get what you were going for. Like coming after me like that. It was so bizarre tonight. I was on my heels the whole time. And I'm like, what is happening? What is happening? So remember when I said spelling bee was going to be my segment? I do remember that. And then at 620, you changed your mind with the, you're calling Sierra. Yeah, I was, that was not, I, not fond to see jobs on that one. But, um, when I said when I said spelling bee, I meant it because, like, honestly, we watched a decent amount of it. And it was entertaining and yada yada yada. And then, like, the more I thought it unfolded, was like, like, well, well, that was cool, and it was like an alternative sport or like however you want to classify it. And I was like, well, and the match was also really entertaining. Like, we watched that for a while, and it was cool just to hear, well, Tom and Aaron talk shit about Phil. 
<laughs> and then and then hear Phil talk or hear Bryson talk his like putting through with Phil about like, oh, I go 6 p.m. this way and then late dark, you know, Zenith bullshit, whatever. And then he nails the putt. I'm like, well, OK, there's some to that. So that was super entertaining. And then you had the Charles and Steph thing this weekend, too, which, again, that was a pro-am. But it was the most interesting pro-am I've seen. You didn't even talk about who won the pro-am. Who cares? The fans won. <laughs> you like you didn't bring up you didn't you didn't mention anything about the the pro am and like there was a that was a an intense way to end that tournament. Well, that, that was the whole point. Like the, I I went longer than I meant to because the whole setup wasn't actually about any of that shit. I was like, well, okay, so I like I'll talk about these alternative sports, but like at the same time, golf is super cool and like man is golf really edging forward past baseball? Because edging. Can we not yet. talk about edging at all? <laughs> well, you know, I had to work, man. Somewhere to keep my interest. I think I'm the only one that rewatches every episode. Can we not talk about edging? You're not the only one. I rewatch every episode. But, dude, I laugh so hard at that. I realize it's my own joke, and that's awful of me to laugh at my own joke. That but actually I... was pretty funny, though, when you're like, that's a solid <laughs> – but wouldn't it be oh, worse like, if you didn't laugh at your own joke? It's a really good analogy for how soccer it, is. You hey guys, Scott. I gotta get going out of here. I got a bedtime, and I gotta get my youngest, who's still up, to sleep. Okay, love you, bye, bye. Uh, but Scott, love you, man. Scott. Yeah, some of that had to get cut out. <laughs> All right, boys. Love you. See you later. Love, bye. man. See ya. <laughs> no, Anyways. Like, Long story short, Mike, I was indicating all night long because I was trying to lead into that. I called Scott while I was running before I texted you on my watch. I was like, Scott, I'm going to fuck with Mike. So let me know if you got any ideas because it just popped my head. And then the rest of the night I spent indicating that like I couldn't wait to get you with the Mookie bets because I knew you were going to be so pissed about it. Well, and the Mookie bets was like that was fun. Like maybe just tighten up to get to the payoff. Like that's where it it was just a lot tonight but like you fucking from the start you were grilling me i'm like what the fuck did i do to mookie today my bad i just got real excited i was like oh he's gonna get so mad when i ask him about castellanos it's just oh it's gonna get him so bad but they're not gonna sign so good He's so good. They're not going to sign him. They're not going to sign Castellanos. I guess they might try to get one between Castellanos or Winker, but it's not going to happen. They're not going to get either one because it's. They're going to get at least one. I don't know. I don't. I don't think they're going to either. I don't think they can afford either. Well, they could. I think they could, but you're going to have to offload somebody else. Like I don't think you're going to be able to keep. Castellanos or Winker and Suarez. Like you're going to have to get rid of Suarez then. And do you no, really Suarez want to get rid of Suarez? So bad this year. But Suarez, like, how do you? I thought Suarez has like two or three years left. Right, but you can't afford all of that. Is what I'm saying. Like the. But doesn't Castellanos have two years as well? I don't know about Winker. Like no, no, he's got a player Winker. option too. Okay, so that's up to him. Yeah. Okay, that's a fair question. Then I don't know, but like Winker and Castellanos are super solid. If you lose Suarez, you lose Suarez. I don't think he's the kind of guy that you'd be upset about losing. Uh, well, but the problem is opinion. they've like built that team around Suarez. Um, wait a second. Castellanos is under contract until 2024. 
I was going to say, like, I thought you had Castellanos for at least four years. Yeah. Because no I thought he signed a four-year deal. Yeah, he's under contract until 2024. He's an unrestricted free agent in 2025. There's okay. a, a mutual that option. That really well because he was known to be all Oh, no, there defense, is. But he's good at defense now. No, there is there is a player opt-out available after 2021. So he could opt-out. That's fair. But there's also an that. Well, and, and MVP bonus. Hurt Mike, do you know who his agent is? Oh, it's a Bor- he's it's a Boris, Boris client. Yeah, we're fucked. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You're not going to be able to sign him because he's a Boris client. Because there's Gone no forever. way. That's why I felt like when he made the All-Star game, it was like, shit. That's why I thought, hey, maybe there's talk behind the scenes of like, is it really that bad if he doesn't make the All-Star game? What's Winker's contract? Oh, he's on a one year like deal. Still on his rookie deal. He's got he's got like a arbitration and stuff. He's got a one year. He's on a one year. He's gotta have arbitration. Mm. I don't fully understand how arbitration works, but I think he he is on he arbitration. Can't be a free agent unless the the Reds <laughs> allow it to be so. So that's the best part about arbitration is no one knows knows how it works. Except people that get it just makes no sense, right? It's basically an employer and employee arguing in a court about how much someone should get paid, and then the court says exactly how it is. Yeah, but they're like at the same time, it's that exact exact same mindset, except. They skip the first two years because they're like, ah, rookie, and then the year after your rookie. And then they're like, all right, are you actually good? And then there's another year of arbitration or like, are you really, really good? And then like you can earn up to $15 million on arbitration, but it just – it's so complicated. That's, I don't understand it. Why don't they just have RFAs? I guess they do have right. RFAs. But like, well, then that's why how we should be. Why Meg, this is why baseball sucks. It's so hard to keep track of. You have to like pay attention to five fucking teams because you have your team and then you have like the 94 billion minor league teams that feed your franchise and all the contracts count. They all matter. Isn't that why? Couldn't you argue that's why baseball is way better because there's no salary cap and guys actually get paid what they're worth? As a baseball fan? No. Are you kidding? It took till 2021 for us to let college athletes get the same benefit. That's what I'm saying. We're sitting here talking about how college athletes should have been getting paid off of their name, but then you turn around and go, well, there should be a, a salary cap to to keep these professionals oh, no, 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 from making no, 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 like no. baseball no, without a salary no. cap is the the if you're if you're in favor of like college athletes getting paid and athletes should get paid for what they're worth and like fuck the man the workers should get what they deserve like then you should be on board with baseball not having a salary cap and being the sport that doesn't have that yeah you're right i i'm not talking about the salary cap i'm talking about rfas and arbitration because arbitration is dumb it's not though i agree i don't think it's dumb like, why no, the player doesn't get fucked. That's where the player. No, no. Arbitration helps both at that point. How many, how many, so, times, how many times has a marquee player won arbitration? Well, Chris Bryant won, but that yeah, was mainly because he had already won an MVP. So like arbitration is really confusing for me because 
if you have been successful enough to win an MVP, you'll get the money you deserve. But you have to win the MVP to get the money you deserve. If you don't win the MVP, like you're not getting close. Like if you were on the open market and teams were betting on you, you would get twice the amount of money you'd get through arbitration. And I don't think you should get the same amount through arbitration. Because with arbitration, you should get closer to what you're worth. All you're doing with arbitration as a club is buying yourself more time for the player to fuck up and get hurt or, you know, beat his girlfriend or do something stupid to make him worth less. Like, it doesn't change anything. Okay, but that's fair. But at the same time, when you sign a long-term contract with the player, the player is basically just relying on one good season to say I'm worth this ridiculous contract. And now that you're locked in because there's no salary cap, uh, I'm, I'm getting this money because it's guaranteed money. So wait, now you're basically, you're saying you're, you're saying a rod's the problem. No, I'm just saying that arbitration is not as big of a problem as you're making it out to be. I'm saying arbitration helps both. It helps the owners hedge their bets it helps the players make more than what they should be making on the current deal. And yeah, it's not as much as they'd be making on a uh, if they went unrestricted free agent. But at that point, then why don't you just say, fuck it? Everything's only a one year contract. There's only you're only you're every year you have to renegotiate. What? I mean, that's what you're kind of saying at that point, right? Everything's a one-year deal. You have to renegotiate every year because the player's getting worth. It, it, he is worth more because he had a great season. I, I feel like we're we're talking past each other in a really weird way, man. If that's the the angle you're going at, I'm just saying if you've got a contract like the whatever it is, rookie deal in the NFL, uh, entry level contract in MLB, right? I think it's both of them. The the, the basic mechanics I think are the same. There's like a certain period of time that you're guaranteed. And then after that, in baseball, it goes to player and club arbitration. And this is all assuming no one renegotiates early, which you can do, but isn't required, right? So after like three years of service time, whatever, in MLB, then you either go to arbitration or you've signed a deal. In in football, then it goes to player and club options, where there's like a really binary moment where the club's like, ah, you know what? No, we're not going to renew your option. Or the player has the chance to say, no, I'm not going to renew, renew the option. To me, what's stupid about arbitration is it's like, okay, we have this moment where like your contract expired, but we're in this weird fucking limbo state where you're still like our property. We can negotiate, but if things don't go well, well, we'll take it to court and say, you're actually only worth this. And I think from my perspective, and I don't know if this is what you're saying, that's so fucking dumb. Like, why do you need that month of arbitration? What does that actually change about the reality of the scenario? Because in reality, the contract, if you don't have arbitration, right, if there is no arbitration added onto it, the rookie deal isn't three years, it's five or six years at that point. So the player gets fucked at that point because they're on the rookie deal for five or six years instead of for three years and then the possibility to increase that based on their performance in the first three years. So right, you get in the NFL, so what, the, the rookie deal lasts a maximum of five years. Right. And so we've, but got, I'm, to, we've got to put the max but, at five. Right. But NFL, but I'm not talking, I'm not talking NFL because that doesn't have arbitration. There's no arbitration in, in the NFL. Right. What does arbitration give a player? Arbitration other- gives the player an opportunity to earn more money 
at the end of the player con- or the owner controlled portion of their contract because the contract is like five or six years, but those la- the back half of that is arbitration. So you could go and say, I'm worth this, and the club can go, no, nah, you're not worth that. We're going to pay you this, and you can go, fuck you. you want- okay. I want more money, and you okay. can't. So then you go to arbitration, and then an arbiter, a third party, will go, you are worth this amount. The club makes a little bit because you're not going to get exactly what you want, but you make more than what you've got on that initial deal. So what I'm saying is the reason why arbitration is good is because if it wasn't in place, the contract wouldn't be a three-year rookie deal and then you're a free agent. It would be here's a five- or six-year rookie deal and you are stuck with this bullshit amount from the start. And then when you ball out those first three years, you don't get the chance for an increase for the next three years. So that's okay. why arbitration is, is a oh, good okay. thing. So this, so this helps. So this this helps because I think, all right, so let's take the first part of that, the three versus five year, right? So from that standpoint, what you're saying is arbitration gives a player power to renegotiate in their favor with security. That Knowing that have. you at least have that. They, yeah. Right. They don't have to renegotiate. But right. They could. Right. So what I want to ask you is, how is that different than a player option to opt out and hit the free market? Because the point is, you the it's the player can opt out if you've reached the end of the contract terms, right? NFL, no, 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 it's no, it's it's. But what I'm saying is, the NFL gives a player opt out after what five years? Is that the player opt out? No, no, it's not an opt out. It's a player option. So you you do a three year base with a player option for years four and five. But the player option, a player option just means you can re-sign at the same amount. It doesn't mean well, you the, can the renegotiate. No, it doesn't mean the same amount. It means you extend whether the or not they will sign that or not. That's okay. what I mean. Like the it's it's essentially the same deal at that point. Yeah, but, the, that's, but that's my point, right? So arbitration and the player option mechanically is the same deal. No, it's not. It's not the same. Because a player option is, I will, yes, I have the option to re-sign for another year at these exact same terms. Or, fuck you, I'm going to the free market. That's your player option. Arbitration says, I am still under your control because the contract is technically six years, so I want more money at this point. And the team can go, no, we're not paying you more money. And you go, I deserve more money. Let's take it to the arbiter. And then the arbiter decides how much more money you get. Right. And you're locked in. And what I'm saying Right, is- but what I'm what I'm telling you, Drew, is if if there isn't arbitration in baseball, then there it would not be after three years you get to go open market. It means after five years you get a player option. So you're stuck for years four and five so, under that bullshit that's, contract. No, but that's not but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying if you go to arbitration after three years, then that's when the player option should hit. And I think that's where the miss was. When the MLBPA negotiated arbitration, they should have gone for player option. But nobody's going to give player option after three years, Drew. Nobody's going to give a rookie a player option after three years. Nobody's going to do that. Why would a team team give a, a rookie player option after three years? What what motivation does an owner have to say, you know what, after three years, you've got the option to hit the open market? No, they want to keep that young talent under control as long as possible. So they give arbitration to be like, you're still under our control. 
we'll pay you, we'll end up paying you more. It's not going to be as much as you want, but you'll get more than what we've negotiated for the first three. I, I, I get what you're saying, but from I don't think we see the fundamentals, of the economics here are the same. I no, I get that. what you're saying. I from the player side, and that's what I'm saying. From the player side, it should be just yearly. Every year you sign a new contract. You're a free agent after every year. That's the play. That's the best that's deal for a player, right? That's not what I'm saying, though. Is again, because because honestly, how many times? I mean, baseball is different because you got like eight billion players. Too is the other problem. A normal MLB squad is what it's got a 40 man roster, right? That's a shit ton of stuff to manage. But the point being, I don't, and again, we could look it up. I just don't want to do it. Uh, We have a producer for this reason, but like NFL contracts, length and salary got capped because of the insane money they're paying dudes who didn't do anything. Right. So then they changed the structure of them to have a rate chart basically. And I think the way it is, is there is a set amount of years that you can give a first round draft pick. And I think you have it's it's three or four, and then there's a player option to opt into it to give themselves more time to develop. Otherwise, if they kick ass, they hit the open market, and then their value shoots through the roof. So with arbitration, it's capping player earnings because in that third year or at the end of the third year, if you've really done well, you're better off at an open market. Now, if you haven't had time to develop or they fire your coach after two years and you're still working through a system change and you want that security, then you can opt in for the next two years. And so all I think arbitration does is add extra time and stress, but doesn't give the player that top end option, but still the same floor. And, and again, the way that player options work, I believe, again, it's, it's like any, well, hopefully any salary position you're not locked in at 10 mil a year, year over year. It's 10 mil base with escalators per for, for performance and inflation and the other stuff too. So if you opt into the player option, it's not like, oh, I opted in after year three, I'm getting 10 mil for year four and year five. It's 10 mil, 10 mil base plus escalators. So it does move up some. So it's not like you're losing money in that sense. Here's the problem that you're not uh, you're not thinking about, Drew, and this is why you can't compare what the NFL does to what MLB does. The in the NFL, the only money that's guaranteed is your signing bonus. There is no other guaranteed money in the NFL. In the MLB, your contract is guaranteed. That is the big differentiator here, because if I'm a if I'm a prospect, if I'm a rookie and I sign a rookie contract, that money is guaranteed. I could get hurt the first day I'm under contract, break my leg, never play again. They have to pay out that entire contract length, period. They have to do it. In the NFL, I get hurt day one of practice. All I've got is my signing bonus. I don't get shit from the team. So you can't compare what the NFL does with player option to baseball and arbitration, and that's why arbitration is a thing because – your money is guaranteed in baseball. The contract you sign, you are getting every penny of that, regardless of what happens to you. Hmm. Are are we recording? We're yeah. rolling. Yeah. Yeah. Can you can you hear me well? Yeah. yeah. I was wrong. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When it comes to service, Rush Truck Centers is committed to making you their top priority. Whether you're looking for same-day preventive maintenance, assistance from their dedicated service concierge team, or 24-7 access to your truck repair status, Rush Truck Centers offer customizable maintenance plans that fit your needs. What are you and your truck waiting for? Schedule an appointment with Rush Truck Center Service Department or ask them to dispatch a mobile service unit when and where you need it. Visit RushTruckCenters.com to find your nearest location. You can expect more from Rush Truck Centers.